0: The Land of the Unsolved is sponsored by Spot Crime, the number one crime mapping site in the country. Make sure to visit spotcrime.com to track crime in your neighborhood, because safety begins with knowing.
1: Anyone who watches crime dramas could reasonably conclude that when someone is murdered, barring bizarre and extenuating circumstances, the case is solved. That is, through high-tech forensics, moral resolve, or simply the near-mythic competence of American law enforcement, Killers are ultimately sent to jail. But as an investigative reporter who has worked in one of the most violent cities in the country for nearly 15 years, I can tell you this is not true.
0: And that is the point of this podcast, because unsolved killings represent more than just statistics. It's a psychic toll of stories untold that infects an entire community. The final violent moments of a victim's life that remain shrouded in mystery.
1: I'm Stephen Janis.
0: I'm Taya Graham.
1: And we are investigative reporters who live in Baltimore City.
0: Welcome to the land of the unsolved. to the Land of the Unsolved, the podcast that explores the evidence and politics of unsolved murders. Today we're going to return to a case that continues to remain a mystery, but also raises questions about the secretive process of homicide investigations.
1: We're talking about the unsolved murder of Le Cornu, which after 23 years remains unsolved.
0: Jody was shot in a Baltimore County parking lot at 3 a.m. in the morning by an unknown assailant. She drove her car across the street where a suspect described as an African-American male parked his white BMW and nonchalantly removed something from her car and then drove
1: away. But despite years of alleged investigation and some promising leads, the case remains unsolved.
0: Which is why this case might have remained in the same state of limbo as other unsolved murders, except for one person who will not give up, Jody's twin sister, Jenny.
1: As we recounted in previous shows, Jenny has remained undaunted in her quest to find her sister's killer.
0: And it is that passion to find the truth that has prompted us to invite her back on the show to discuss the latest developments in her efforts to find her sister's killer. Um, Jenny, I just want to thank you for joining us again. Oh, I'm so excited to be here with you guys. And you did something that attracted a lot of
2: attention with billboards. Could you talk a little bit about that? Oh my goodness. So from watching the I guess the billboard came out we were talking about it the last mm-hmm. time I was here um from watching the movie three billboards outside Ebbing Missouri I just loved the movie I was just mm-hmm. so taken by it and mm-hmm. Frances McDormand and I just thought you know that's just such a great way to get Jody's story out there and mm-hmm. to to find you know way to try to get to somebody that knows something. You know, there's so many people that don't read the newspaper or Mm -hmm. watch the news. And I thought, you know, just people driving up and down the road, the billboard, and I had no idea how much attention that it was (laughs) going to get, the first one, which was unbelievable. So the the one, the first one was on York Road, and it just you know, like I said, it went crazy through the news. And what did the billboard
1: say? What did it say on the billboard?
2: It had a picture of Jody, and it said, find my killer. And Mm -hmm. Initially, you know, the $32,000 reward and it actually came the, it just happened to come the day after our birthday. So it came oh, up wow. that Monday. So right. that was a really good cause my birthday didn't turn out being very well, unfortunately, but, um, but it was just a great that, that day, you know, it always mm-hmm. something like this just lifts me up when I feel like I'm really doing something
1: Right. right, and so what happened after you you post it, you you create oh. these three billboards, and then oh well, that was crazy. the
2: first. That was the mm-hmm. first one. Mm-hmm. So you know, I was getting calls from CNN. I went and did like headline news and mm-hmm. all the Baltimore stations. I mean, everybody just wanted to share about it. And um, Good Morning America, you know, and I mean, but that that show never aired. But you know, it was just like everybody was very fascinated and interested, mm-hmm. and I was just really happy to that it was just that it her name everything was getting out there because right. i just i hope and pray one day that somebody's going to get it's going to get to the right person somebody's right. going to come forward you know and yeah. and and then i thought you know i really cuz i'm constantly my mind just does not stop i mean i'm mm-hmm. constantly thinking of what i'm going to do next so i thought mm-hmm. you know i wonder if i do you know also, backtrack, uh, the, you know, the cost of the billboards, you know, right. which my mother has been so the one that's been helping, right. um, the cost and, um, you know, we got to think about certain areas. It's, it's a really expensive. So when, when placing them, trying to figure out what's the best place, you know, uh, co- you know, what we can afford. And, and I, and I really like the idea since Jody died on the city County line to, do something in the city where there was, mm-hmm. you know, it's a lot more, I guess, in my mind, yeah, traffic, traffic. and right. crime. And I just thought maybe right. there was, maybe it might reach somewhere. I just thought getting them in different places. So that's when I thought, okay. you know what, I'm going to do the three billboards, like, just like the movie. You know, I mm-hmm. thought just, to, and that got, like, worldwide Yeah, so attention. what happened so, after
1: the three went up? It, it, things oh my changed. Gosh.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, it, it, people were just...
1: From all over the uh, world, right? All over right? the world,
2: yes. I mean, her story was in. I mean, I did. I was getting calls from BBC. I did an interview with BBC Radio and oh. French television. They came and did an, uh, a story, and um, it went in Australia. You know, the, well, prior to that, it, well, people, People Magazine. I did the article. They did that after the first Billboard. They mm-hmm. really liked.
1: Jody's story,
2: and then it went mm -hmm. in the Australia People magazine, and Huffington Post, and U.S. What is that? The Daily Mail, right? And and NBC, Lester Holt. NBC, yes, Lester Holt, CVS, Errol Burnett. I mean, and everybody has been just so great. I mean, Mm. it's it's the one, um, you know, like you guys and all. You know, all my all the the journalist people have just helped me so much. Have really like just. I mean, sharing her story, being right. supportive of me, r- reminding me that I'm not losing my mind and crazy, you know what I mean? And, um, because it's, it's, it's definitely a lot of ups and downs, but, um, I, I just love and I feel, I, I mean, I feel really grateful. I love that her story has gotten everywhere and, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's, you know, but then I just keep hoping. I mean, every day I'm thinking this is going to be the day. They're going to call me. They're going to say there's an arrest, you know. It's right. like My oh, phone no. rings, and I'm just always feeling like, you know,
1: and then this like. <sighs> well, one thing that, that a lot of the reports emphasize was the fact that you, and we have never made this point on the podcast before, had A, never received the autopsy. Correct. Right? And a lot of news organizations asked the state medical examiner, why? Mm-hmm. And the answer has been the same, which is it's still under investigation, correct? Correct, yes. And so do you feel, and then of course, you know, do you feel like it's changed that at all? I mean, all this attention, how is it, has it changed this at all in your mind? Uh, I mean, in terms s- of you're sort of not getting the information you want.
2: I'm still very frustrated. Um, and yeah. I feel, you know, I feel if... My mother and I could see everything, you know. There's just
1: at over least the time. autopsy, you know? exactly. Like, yeah, if we could, yeah. you know, what, the original. Do you have any idea autopsy? what would be in that autopsy that would not be, uh, not be available to you, or for what reason? Just the autopsy itself. I mean, just so people know who are listening, you know, an autopsy mm-hmm. is basically dealt with dealing with what killed your sister, which we assume because the police said was a bullet through mm-hmm. the spine or the back. But do you have any idea what would be in the autopsy itself that you can't be privy to or why they would do that?
2: No, I, d- I think it's very odd. I mean, I've tried to, over the years I would send, it's, it's the medical examiner's office I would mm-hmm. send and they'd send my check back and say it's under investigation and when I finally talked to somebody there, they said that the state's attorney says not to yes. release the ah. records and so I, I I just can't even imagine. I mean, I think it's odd and, and like I said, the original police report which I've been told that that's you can't Even look Steve at that Tabling either. Steve Tabling told me that. That's a public, public public record. Absolutely public right. record. And and the fact that I mean, so they can hide behind this. Oh, it's under investigation, and it's it's just it it just makes me crazy. I mean, because yeah. like I said years ago, before they before I filed suit for. Her records. They they told me that her case was in a closet. So all of a sudden, now it's it's an open investigation. And um,
1: that's a wait. That's a great point. So before you filed, just so people remember, we've talked about on the show. You filed a lawsuit over a Maryland public information request to Mm -hmm. see the files because nothing had happened in your case. Mm -hmm. They had told you the case was in the closet. Mm -hmm. After you filed your lawsuit, then they said it was an open Open investigation. investigation. How do how did you feel about that?
2: It, it's just one more thing that I I come up against that that I'm like, what's going on here? You know, it, mm-hmm. it's I want to have faith and I want to believe. You know, my father was a prosecutor; we were friends with police, and I mean, it just like I said, I just feel like if they were open to. Um, you know, everything, looking at the autopsy, looking at the records. I mean, twenty-three years. What are they they're gonna wait till I'm six feet under? I mean, I I, I just don't understand. Mm. I mean it's very frustrating. And and that is my next billboard is to Scott Schellenberger, which is going mm-hmm. up this week. So just so people know, so, Scott
1: Schellenberger is a Baltimore County um state's attorney or yes. you know, top prosecutor. And Tay and I confronted him in Annapolis yes. and asked yes. him about that. And he, he said the same thing. Well the detectives are still looking into it. So you can't see the autopsy.
2: So, so Jenny, you I'd met- like to meet with Governor. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Please. Um, so you, you got to go to Governor Hogan's office and ask about the case. What did you get? What was the results of this conversation?
2: So, okay. So how that came about is I've sent several letters, you know, in my years of trying to reach out for help, reaching out to everybody, anybody. And um, there was no help offered over time. Mm. And um, so once I decided to do the Governor Hogan, I think it was you, we had talked about the yeah. story on the mm-hmm. Eastern Shore where mm-hmm. he had intervened with that one family. Right, with Anton thought, Black's family, yes. Yeah, and you you guys had told me about that. And I thought, you know, I'm going to really... Um, that's a great idea. I'm going to do a a, a billboard to him. You know, everybody mm-hmm. talks about how kind he is and he, he just seems like a great guy. So uh, one of the reporters in Baltimore suggested that maybe I let him know that I'm putting a billboard up. And right. so uh, he got the letter. I sent him a nice long letter and got it to the press secretary. So I got this really nice pretty envelope in the mail from the office and said, you know, you know, come make an appointment, you know, with the Homeland Security director. And he was very kind. And, um, I just had some, you know, I wanted to share with him what was going on and my frustration and some specific things. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can share, um, <laughs> that I, w- <laughs> well, what, what, I <laughs> that stuff about was, the case or yeah, just, stuff correct, about- just about the case, you know, <laughs> like my concerns and, and the frustration and, and he's really, um, uh, the specific things, well, one of them is, you know, moving forward with, with the MVAC, and that's something... Okay. So can you explain... That, uh, we, to, yeah, can you explain what the MVAC is? So it's essentially a little vacuum. I mean, okay. it's just, it's a little, that just sucks the DNA off the clothes, okay. and it's fairly new, but it's across the country.
1: So the idea would be so, you could take the clothes because they're still there correct. that that your sister was mm-hmm. wearing, M back them for DNA Correct. and then test that DNA. And that offer came from a company because of the three billboards, right?
2: So that came from when I did the interview with Lester Holt, that mm-hmm. NBC interview, and Cheryl McCullum, the from I believe you met her, the yeah. cold case mm-hmm. from she started the Atlanta Research Cold Case Investigative Institute. And she's amazing. And she and Lester Holt like redid the Crime scene and they said there's no way when he reached in over her, he didn't touch her, you know. And right. she's the one that started this whole MVAC. I mean, she knows the president of the company and That's they great. just like came forward. They they've put it al- all together. They volunteered to do this for free? Yes. Because wow. it's a lot of money to That's do amazing. it to do to to do the MVAC and 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 apparently in the state lab so they'd have to process the filter. So the state labs, I think takes a really long time. It could take up right. to a year, but they had a private lab they were going to have set up. And, and they send offered an to do this for no charge. Uh, everything. Yeah. Uh-huh. E- even in the private lab, they said it would take up to a week. Wow! So I got frustrated because initially, you know, the police.
1: Yeah. What did the police said, say about that? Well, Offer free help.
2: Well, and I have to go through my lawyers because I can't talk to them. So everything's like a process, um, which I just don't even think make sense anymore that I, you know, right. like my twin scissors murdered. So let me just understand
1: that you have to, you cannot communicate with the police directly. You have to go through your lawyers. To, yes. Mm.
2: Yeah, I mean, it just, to me, it's mm. the whole thing is at this point, I mean, I realized I had the lawsuit to get the files. Uh, there's a reason I had the lawsuit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, at this point, it just seems like th- that we should be able to just be able to talk with them, you know? Certainly. And so, um you know, because I had the the one meeting with them with their lawyers and and their well, their one lawyer was there, and I think I told you guys about this when I was asking questions, and she yelled at me and stormed out of the room so mm. wow yeah, so That's so now i can 't communicate yeah through their lawyer, I go through my lawyers, so um and but this was the Baltimore county lawyer that
1: stormed correct. out mm-hmm. mm.
2: stormed out, yelled at me because I was asking questions i didn 't understand. And um, Hmm. I was hysterical. I was just, I was so upset. And I mean, it's just, it's been like, you know, a a lot of, not that, I mean, just different situations that have been really hard. I I was talking to my mom about it on the way up here. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, you know, I've had a few things happen lately where people get upset with me. And I finally, like yesterday I was like, oh my God, this is my first murder. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm emotional. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, you know, like it's like people get mad at me. You know, I've had friends get mad at me because I've done something. You know, I'm like, oh, you know, I am like literally like I, I'm I'm impulsive, I'm emotional, you know, and it's just so. But the thing with the M they said when the lawyers met with them that they d- didn't want to do it now because of this Brady disclosure, right. where you know, if they get there's there's you know however yeah. many respond first responders. Well, I'm like, obviously they're not a suspect, like. Right. So Basically
1: what they were saying was there, would be, there could be DNA that couldn't be explained mm-hmm. that a defense could use to raise doubts about any DNA they find that could actually identify a suspect. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say as a reporter, that is standard. standard. Oh. Every DNA scene has noise background DNA from mm-hmm. first responders. It's so it not, doesn't hold them back. It doesn't hold anybody back. It's, yeah. it's standard mm-hmm. in every case. Yeah, so it you didn't know?
2: make sense to me, and I got really upset. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Understandable. Yeah. No, no, yeah.
1: it's you're the one. Um, oh, okay. So you got upset. Yeah, it doesn't make, but you're right. It doesn't make any sense.
2: So I caused a big st- issues between different parties um, because I said the police won't do this just because that was how I felt. You know, it's just been one thing after another where... I've been frustrated, you know, yeah. and, and I just, so... Uh,
1: is it is it yeah. at an impasse now? I mean, is there any way this could happen? So
2: now they're saying that they're going to do it. They you are. Know, they, that, that, that they will be do it. If, what changed? But, so the, they've decided that if I want to do it, so we'll see, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that if I want to do it, they'll do it. Um, but it's going to take a little bit of time from what I'm understanding. I was mm. talking to one of... Somebody from MVAC, I talked to a couple of people yesterday that there's a few th- like procedural things that have to be done that, that it's been it's in talk. They're talking about it now. So, you know, that they say that's what's going to happen. So I'm going to follow through, you know, yeah. and I've got, you know, Walt Landon, who's, I, you know, the one that I met with the governor's office and um, that he's going to. Well,
1: that's kind of a but, breakthrough. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You could yeah. Be. Yeah. I, I, You know, there's a a question I wanted to ask you when you talked about waiting to receive a tip. So you have the billboards up and it says, please call to give a tip Mm -hmm. about my sister's murder. And then you're basically waiting every time that phone rings. Mm -hmm. You're hoping that it's going to be a tip that's going to lead you to solving the Mm -hmm. murder of your sister. Mm -hmm. What is that like? Because I don't think everyone can just understand what that sort of emotional roller
2: coaster is like. Maybe you could share a little bit about it. So the, well, the tips don't come to me. They okay. come, I, I mean, that would be great because, I mean, I just, I mean, somebody just brought up to me recently about, I mean, cause there's a lot of people that distra, you know, are like questioning and, yeah. and, you know, they said, how do you know those tips are being followed up on? You know, the people that call, you know, oh. goes into Metro Crime Stoppers. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know anything. And, and like I said, I want to trust and but there's just been certain things that have happened over the years mm-hmm. that don't help yeah. with that you know and then the fact that I can't talk with them I can't see the records I mean so it's just it's really it, it, it it's so hard like I mean like I think each time something my feelings like that I do something I'm like this is it you know mm-hmm. raising the reward fund and and I'm thinking and then it just doesn't even help my mindset either. Like, $100,000. Like, how could this not... Like, it's a lot of money. There's yes. there's a lot of evidence. Like, what is going on? Like,
1: yeah. in... so it's a lot... I it... think your case is illustrative of the premise of this podcast, which is that there's this myth that's perpetuated by the media that if you're a homicide victim's family, you get the utmost attention and yes. everything is... Mm-hmm. But in your case, I see the exact opposite. I feel, as a reporter, that they're obfuscating you know that they're not being transparent and i think the mvac is is indicative of that mm-hmm. i mean there's no reason at this Absolutely. point after 23 years not to I try know. everything they should put every page of the investigation online yeah so people can see it at this point 23 years you know we talk about 48 hours in homicide right, right. Yeah. what are we talking about here 2 200,000 hours 2 million hours i know so i know i think your case is unfortunately difficult but there is a thing there's a little bit of hope that the media us might yes. like join forces with you <laughs> yes. next yes, which year, is, which is something we talked about, right? Like, definitely. Um, and, um, oh yeah. The uh, well, what are, what are we family right it? to know act. Yeah, I've act. been using that everywhere. Well, and I what do you what? Do, what is that in your mind? I mean, what is it? What is the plan from your perspective? Uh,
2: I mean, I think there just needs to be in place some. I mean, there's no limit. Th- correct. Like, I mean, yeah. There, I there should be a a certain amount of time where families should get to know things. Families should be, there should be access to records Mm -hmm. and and there should be, and I think talk again about the open investigation with the time. How long is a case? How long do they say it's open? Like, I mean, they could just, they could just hide behind that forever. Like it's open, it's open. You know what I mean? But it's in a closet. So it just, like, right. why don't they want to – like, when I wanted to get a private investigator a couple years ago, why don't they want to let go of it? You know, they tell me at question. one point they don't have to, the time and the resources and the money to do things on her case. Then why not, like, let my family take over and, and hire some – let us help? Yeah, and you yes. you had
1: hired – or Stephen Tabling, the mm, private yeah. investigator, had, pr- had said Let's to gonna, do it for free. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Again, he's a former homicide. It's not like you or me or Nancy Drew. Right. It's, it's, right. It's, Love Nancy Drew. Yeah. <laughs> I can see why. I <laughs> I, see some I used to read her, her when I was little. Yeah. Um, you know, Stephen Tabling is an experienced homicide investigator, a homicide lieutenant. You know, he's mm-hmm. not a guy who's going to go in like a bull in a china shop. Yeah. And yet they wouldn't share information with him, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it raises a lot of questions. Like yeah. why? After all this time, won't they let you bring someone in who's a private, who's a professional? I know. Stephen is hardly oh, the kind of guy that's going to like amazing. do something crazy I or, know. or right. And to, he
0: certainly has plenty of respect for law enforcement because yeah. of his oh. many years. He's in law enforcement for sixty
1: years. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. More than most of us have been alive. So um, I know. You know. I think so. You know. From our perspective, you know, I talk to you quite a bit. I and know.
2: You guys are the, you, my favorite. Tay and I are yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Amazed. At oh, what you've been able it to means do. I've so yes, really I mean, never seen
1: anybody bring this much attention. So that means hopefully when and, the year, and so people know in Maryland we have a once-a-year legislative session in the beginning of the year, and mm-hmm. we as media want to join forces with yes. Jen. Yeah. We're making this I announcement love, on the podcast to that. do We're the good. Family Right to Know Act because yes. we as journalists are frustrated by this open-ended I know, I know you, under... They use it in all sorts of things. I mean, mm-hmm. they use it for almost everything. Mm-hmm. And it is a blanket with no accountability, no right to appeal. You know, there, even if there was a board, we could go to in front of them and say, look... And
0: make a case. Right, yeah.
1: and say i i I think that you know there's a reason this information should be public there there's no that 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 is not I mean you could you took it to court. But you, you, you don't have much to stand on because the statute is pretty ambivalent in terms of just open-endedness.
2: And yeah. and, and the, 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 for what family... I mean, and I know I'm not the only one. I mean, for no, what families not. have had to go Very through, true. you know, and um, the money that my my mother has put out, you know, and the legal mm-hmm. fees, I mean, thousands and thousands of dollars. And, you know, just, I mean, I have... and And it's because we want to. I mean, we want to find her killer. I mean, but it's... It's just, I think there's a lot of things, I mean, things that I've done, you know, that we've had to go through, the the treatment that we've had, and like I said, the money that we've spent, and me reaching out to a prisoner, and and doing stuff that, like, is not safe for my family. I I mean, there's just a lot of steps and things that I've done out of desperation that I feel like a family shouldn't... Have to, have to go through that. No, the the, the it's very stress risky on my marriage. You. It's very risky yeah. You. Oh, oh yeah, and there's been you know, a lot of stress in your marriage. Yeah, right? my my family, my kids. You know, and 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 then you know, I have people. You know, then I kind of get angry. You know, I had somebody yesterday. You know, are are you in therapy? And da 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 da. You know, and I'm like, fuck oh. you. Like, so yeah, fair I, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, fair enough. I'm like, you know, I'm like, because this is like, this is really hard on me. You know, yeah. I mean, like, until I mean, I know everybody's got tragedy. Everybody's got things in their life. True. You know, but it, it's. But for me, like, I mean, I have a family. I have three kids. And, and so, yeah, I mean, I feel horrible. I feel horrible that I have, that this has gotten in the way. I feel a lot of guilt. I mean, mm-hmm. when my nine-year-old yeah. daughter looks at me and says, you care more about Jody's case than you do me. I mean, oh, it's oh a lot. God. Yeah. Oh my, I mean, it's really, tough. I mean, but it's like. Do, you, but he, go do you
1: talk about Jody to them? Like, do you tell uh, them about her? A little,
2: kids? you know, at this point in the last... I don't know how many year or two because I've been so involved. It's like I try not to like because they know that I'm doing so much that mm-hmm. I try not to like consume any more time. Like like my son came home the other day and you know walked into the kitchen and um, he's in middle school and said um, I was on the phone something about Jody's I don't even I can't remember um, talking about Jody's case and. Um, and he's just looking at me and and he like made a comment like, you know, like something about Jody's case, you know, same type of thing, you know. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, so it's like I really just try to like keep it separate. You know, uh-huh. I was doing stuff last night. My husband walked in the door and I'm on the phone. He's like rolling his eyes like, mm, like, uh-huh. you know, so it's uh-huh. like then I have this like even anxiousness in my own house. Like because I, I feel like I just I know it's like consumed me and then that affects them. So right. it's like it's like I'm trying to. You know, but it's hard when this is what I'm talking about. Like, like families shouldn't have to go through all, you know, when we're talking about doing Mm -hmm. this, this act, like it it just shouldn't. I mean, and there's so much that's happened, you know, like I said, you know, and, and, you know, my husband's not happy that I share about like that. We've had struggles, but, you know, Mm -hmm. it it has, it has, you know, there's been a lot of struggles in our life with this. Yeah. So. Wow. You you know, I, I just have to say for
0: You know, people who are listening who can't see Jenny right now. She is an amazingly strong person who's dealing with this stress and she's fighting for the family right to know, but she also takes the time to big cookies for reporters so oh, this so is kind, this is an exceptional I was going to do it this morning too <laughs> but
2: I, I made muffins for my kids so I was like I can only do one thing this morning no. I was totally I was that's so funny because I was like I gotta make them some cookies and um, because I just got some chocolate chips last night so I do I like to bake I love to bake yeah I like I like to make people smile so well yeah. you do You do, do. You do. Oh, thank we really you. appreciated that I just yeah. love you guys no well, there, there's more coming there's well, more coming listen <laughs> you know we will
1: keep people updated on this. Yeah. We want to um, continue to inform them because uh, you know the point of this podcast is to follow these cases as long it. as we can. And yeah. we really appreciate your candor oh and your yes. courage. Yes. And oh, Tay and I, so I are always open. astounded Good by what day. you're able to accomplish. So oh, hopefully yes. you'll come back and we appreciate you taking the time. Well, we're
2: just, we really I'm did. getting more and more. I, my, my mind's always going. So I'm like, <laughs> what's the next big thing I'm going to do? Yeah, so well, we'll well, do, What is the next
1: it? billboard? There's going to be another oh, billboard.
2: Well, so, I mean, my next Depending on, I think we talk. Yeah, yeah, my my next big billboard is is um, if if things don't go the way I want them in the next couple of months, then I'm gonna I'm gonna do a billboard to the president. Wow, that's my next. That's my next billboard. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's my, next billboard. yeah. Oh my god. Uh, that's my that's my next wow. plan. So okay. you know what I know, and people are like, oh my god, like. I've, I've told just a handful of people, and some people are like, oh, my God, no. But I'm like, you know what?
1: <laughs> hey, Somebody's got to listen saying, to me. Yeah. He's yeah. almost nuts enough yeah. to pick it up and like you know? run with it. You know, Of yeah. all the presidents, I think I'm any so, other president I'd say, uh,
0: Might uh, ignore it. but let it not go Trump. fly under if, the radar. Put, but he might yeah, pay attention. I know. And if he tweets it's, it out,
1: you can ask for hey, better I homeless.
2: know. I mean, right? that's what it's, you know. I mean, and the, like I said, the, it's been the, yeah. I mean, the media, I mean, everybody's. Yeah, wow. so I mean that's sort of I've actually like kind of designed it and been talk- I've been mean, I've been like talking with the billboard company about it, so wow. they actually have to get it approved. Right. So, um, but like I, it would just say, Mr. President, can you help my family? So I mean nice. it was it's nothing, you know what I mean? Yeah, and nothing- he likes gold, so it would be in gold. <laughs> and- <laughs> oh, that's terrific. I've already been designing it in my head. Oh, so, we'll,
1: Oh my we'll god! See. I cannot wait well, I hope, oh, I, I hope
2: I hope you don't need to
0: put out that billboard. No, no, no. But but I want that to come
1: out. You want that to
0: come out? I know, because
2: you guys, we'd be a part of. We'd be up there, like yeah. Yeah, yeah. When, when yeah. he comes down, we'll... <laughs> yes, I would we'll love to podcast, see how he yeah. responds. <laughs> Definitely.
1: Well, great. Well, listen, Jane, so. um, thank you so much for joining us oh, again. thank you. And, you know, oh, we and thank will, you will for being guys. so courageous. And we will be updating this case <laughs> quite soon. And thank everyone Yay. for joining us on The Land of the Unsolved. Yes. Uh, we will stay on this case. We'll give you more updates later.
0: Awesome. Thank Yay. you so much for joining us. Can we get some pictures?